Blog Talk Radio. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me get to the get to my phone. 
you're at work. They should have gave you time to get outside. Because <laughs> y'all worried about people hearing some of the things I say. Anyway, there you have That's our, our little Five Smooth Stone anthem I've been playing for many years over the Five Smooth Stone. And by the way, that's by a pastor. One of those pastors, I believe, I really don't remember the three ministers that laid their hands on me uh, years ago when I was young at a prayer faith temple. I really don't remember their names, but I'm pretty sure that's one of them, and his name is Sam Nixon. He was there for a while. Brother Sam Nixon is still around, and that was one of his old hits back in the day. So I use it as my uh, Fox and Stone uh, little jingle. I mean, I actually came with the name Fox and Stone first and happened to run up on that song later. Can y'all believe that? Well, anyway, brothers and sisters, I want to thank you again for tuning into my uh, Facebook Live as well as those of you that's on Blog Talk Radio. I do want to thank you for tuning in uh, to the show tonight. I can't thank you enough, and I really appreciate that. Um, I want to start off by saying um, where I go, because people want to know, who are you connected to? Who's over you? You sound like a loose cannon <laughs> at times. And uh, I do believe in order in the, in, in, uh, with regards to the church and, 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 and so many, you know, and even in, even in regular everyday friendships, you've got to have somebody you answer to or somebody you are under or somebody you tweak you. You, gotta, you can't. The Bible says for us to uh, do not forsake the assembling of ourselves with other believers. So um, I believe in that scripture. And um, brothers and sisters, I do not forsake the assembling of myself with other believers. So some people say, well, who are you under? So I just want at this time talk about uh not only who I'm under now, but the churches I've been under. Now, I cannot, out of respect for those churches, I can't um, can't say they're they're they they have they have all none of them take credit. I don't I don't I'm not a I'm not a parrot. I'm not a. My pastors haven't formed me. My pastors are watchmen over my soul. I don't sound like anybody that have pastored me. I learn from the Holy Spirit that's in them. If I think they're not led by the Holy Spirit, I just let that go to the side. Or I'll chew on it because sometimes we can think we know something and then really later on find out that uh, what we thought was error was truth. So I've learned when I'm, the Bible says the righteous man steps his order of the Lord, I've learned, brothers and sisters, that when someone says something to you, if you d- disagree with it, just consider what they say. Consider it because they may be right. So a lot of the things I say that's coming at y'all kind of odd, I know some of y'all are looking at me kind of strange, just consider it. What if he's right? Always ask yourself that question. 
whatever this person is saying to me, what if they're right? What does it mean if they're right? What does it mean if they're wrong? Okay, so I know some of y'all, you know, we need to quit saying that sounds crazy. You need to quit saying it about the truth because a lot of truth sounds crazy. A lot of truth, you know, well, you know what, every time you speak, there's, oh, not every time you speak, not every time anybody speaks, but I'm saying some people say, well, what you're uh, bring, uh, 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 bringing uh, doesn't bring peace. And the Bible talks about the truth not bringing peace. depends on who it's going to. Even Christ didn't come to unite everything. He said it. A lot of the teaching that Christ brought about is going to cause mothers to go against their daughters, fathers to go against their sons. Because their fathers or sons or daughters, somebody is not going to be wanting to obey, number one. Somebody's going to be full of the enemy, number two. So he's come to unite the righteous, yes. He come to unite the righteous, yes, but he he said he didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. But then in the end, he come to bring peace. So you got to know who you're dealing with, what's the season as to whether or not something is bringing peace or sword. So I know a lot of times I bring things that seem to be bringing peace, and then sometimes I say things that seem to bring in a sword. Sometimes I say things that seem to be uniting, and sometimes I say things that seem to be uh, dividing. I have a truth. I have something I say, and it goes something like this: If the truth divides you, what held you together in the first place? Chew on that one. If the truth divides people, what held them together in the first place? I'm gonna say it again: If the truth divides. What held you together in the first place? <laughs> God has set me free. The Most High Yah have set me free with that phrase right there, that saying. If the truth divide, how was we held together in the first place? My goodness, I've been saying that for years. So if you hear that, Most High gave it to me first. It really don't matter. You can use it. You can say you said it. I don't care. It's his truth. So tonight, what's happening? My wife makes me some very good coffee, and I appreciate it. We'll let Dunkin' Donuts. Don't believe that Starbucks myth. So tonight, what's happening right here? Oh, see how I sidetracked? That's my name. So tonight... I'm going to talk about what's going to come come in your way, but let me go ahead and finish. Actually, let me tell you what's coming your way, and then I'll finish up on uh, who I'm under. Some of y'all want to know, who are you under? Who do you listen to? Are you just out here just saying these things? So I'm going to talk about who I'm under, if I'm under anybody, or who I answer to. We'll talk about that. So let me go ahead and just, just uh, uh, um, remind everybody what's coming your way. Tonight is the show where we talk about 300 friends. I've started this series called The Chronicles of Seth Turner. The Chronicles of Seth Turner. And um, 
What this is is a time for me to reflect on my life. You don't have to do a Facebook Live, but brothers and sisters, some of you I went to school with, some of you I just know in passing, some of you I know on jobs. You really should take out a piece of paper and do this also. Start from when you first remember anything up until now and think about all the people that have been a blessing in your life and maybe even some of the haters that have made you and write it down what was going on and what school was you going to then and just chronicle chronicalize it. That's what I did. I have this thing where I just I got these papers. I'm not going to share because it's very uh, not organized. And so uh, from 19, whenever back, when I was young, till I mean, I want to go back to 61 when I was first born, but I couldn't think, I couldn't go back that far, but as far as back as I can go. Everybody that have contributed over my life, that have really said something, that have just really, something that really gave me substance. Sometimes these people weren't in my life, but that long, I'm talking about them. And there's other people that's been in my life almost my whole life, and I'm not talking about them. It's not that I don't love them. Them some some of the ones that I enjoyed the most. I really enjoyed them the most. But in terms of importing something spiritual to me, spiritual, they didn't do that. They was just fun to be around. I loved them. They loved me, and I would die for them. But they didn't impart something that's life-changing. So I might not mention some of you. Some of you I will mention. Some of you are going to be shocked if I ever mention your name. I mean, who am I? I'm not the, the, the uh, I'm not, I don't have it like that to where I'm, I'm anything other than a servant of the Most High. That's what I like to describe myself. Brother Seth is just a servant of the Most High. Does he do a good job at it? <laughs> some of y'all say, well, no. Some of y'all say, well, no. Seth is, he is all his life, he pretty much, yeah. That's a, that's a real dude right there. But some of y'all be like, no, I remember when, so. Two camps of people listen to the show. So try to laugh a little bit. Everybody think I'm so serious, which I can be and I really am, y'all. The Father's put a great, a great a mandate upon my life. I am called to help resurrect this nation called Israel. Um, I'll get more into that later. And by the way, I apologize last Facebook Live, I told everybody, this is not going to be a show where we're talking about Israel, the whole show, and we end up doing that. Well, y'all, I really believe, I don't think I was out of control or nothing like that. I just felt like I kept trying to go back to my friends, and the Spirit was leading. Oh, don't blame it on the Spirit. It really was the Spirit last Facebook Live because it, it was just coming out. What, what I, when I call something the Spirit, and I'm going to get back to who am I under, but uh, when I call something the spirit, what I mean is I have this agenda to go this direction. Something comes up in my spirit or in my mind, and it's, it says go this direction. When I go that direction, there's a peace, and the words flow, and it comes easy. Then I start trying to go back this direction. There's problems. It's kind of difficult. And when I go this direction, there's just, just you can just feel people feeling you there. That's what I call the spirit. That is the spirit, because where the spirit is, there's liberty. And I just believe that is the spirit. So, brother Seth, when I say the spirit of the Most High, y'all, don't. I'm not playing. 
I'm not I'm not playing. Okay, I know your past ain't playing, but I ain't playing either. And so I I love I I love let me just say this. Now, I know I'm jumping around. That's what I do cuz there's no formal thing to this, y'all. I'm just on here just sharing my heart. I want to say to everybody, I love my people. I welcome all listeners. Some of you on my job listening. I know some of you Indian people. Some whites are listening. And I want every ethnic group that tune in, because this is the Internet, and anybody's subject to hear me, I want you to know something. I don't apologize for my love for my people. Just like you love your people, I love my people. I, 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 I love my people so much. Um... I just feel for some so many young people I grew up with, and they probably feel for me. <laughs> but no, I really did grow up with a lot of people, and a lot of young ladies when we were really young, young elementary. I heard them say what they want to be. My second grade, third grade, fourth grade teacher said, "What do you want to be, Seth? What do you want to be?" And I remember all of those young people. Nobody was overweight then. Nobody was addicted to nothing then. No, everybody was bubbly. Everybody was laughing and smiles. I can see Carver Elementary, and, and, and I can see my middle school and my high school and even college. Everybody was about, was on a mission. And they, was, they, was, they looked their best, meaning they wasn't overweight, they... They was they they was doing as better health as they could be, and I remember hardly none of us said the same thing in terms of what we want to be in life. Everybody wanted something different. We wasn't there was no copycats. Nine thousand people want to be rappers, and I have seen the pain of these people, and I'm devastated. Who am I? I'm just a servant of the Most High. I'm just. But at the same time, what the Bible says the Father has put in me makes me talk the way I talk, makes me not take a back seat to nobody. You hear me? Nobody. Neither should you. It's because of who the Most High said I am. It don't have nothing to do with me being born in Eastside Project. You better listen to your boy. You better listen to me. Because the most have done wonders in my life. I know the enemies has too. <laughs> I know the flesh has too. <laughs> but the most have done some things in my life. And I try not to come on this Facebook Live and lie about anything. Some of y'all are listening and some of y'all are commenting there. And if I do lie or say something crazy, y'all going to say you're lying. And i got some very bold people in my life. My sisters and brothers, child, please. My wife, these folks, you can't just say anything around them. They'll correct you right there on, 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 on the show. You know, if somebody asked, by the way, I'm so glad I thought to say, somebody asked, by the way, put your wife on. Let me say this. My wife does not like being on the media. She don't like taking pictures. She don't like, she really don't. She don't like the praise. She's probably looking at me right now like, I can't believe he's talking about me. And I don't think it's because she don't have confidence. She just, my wife just, uh, that's just her personality. And I'm going to tell you all something else. You're not going to believe this one. 
but Brother Seth don't like it either. <gasps> Boy, are you kidding? No, as far as the video aspect. You see me messing with my clothes and stuff, I just, I'm very uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable talking to you, but I'm uncomfortable when it comes down to the video. And it's because I like to be free, and I like to speak my mind. I can't do that thinking about how I look. My jacket was all open. Y'all probably saw a little bit of my, I don't have a belly no more, but a little something, something. I don't want y'all to see that. So I like being behind the scenes talking audio. I like doing blog talk radio. Now, this is not my thing, this Facebook Live thing. But we're going to keep at it. We're going to keep trying. Because some of you have been saying, Brother Seth, you need to go on audio. You need to go on Twitter. You need to go on this. You need to go on TikTok. You need, my daughter been saying, oh, you need to do this. You need to go shorter. Talk. Don't talk as long. Talk 30 minutes. Have a bunch of little 30-minute sessions. You'll go viral. We can go viral. See what I mean? I, I'm not with all that. I just want to share with my people. Again, like I was saying, I love black people. I love so-called, so-called African-American. And like I was saying, y'all thought I forgot my point. I didn't. But uh, I love my people. I love my people. Whites, so-called whites, which no such thing. We're all Africans, different pigmentation. But the people they classify as whites... I want you to know that the people they classify as blacks are so-called African-Americans. I love. I loved them before I thought they was Israelites. I'm not trying to make something be up on them, trying to pretend they're Israelites just because I love. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. You don't play around with this. No, we are Israelites. And it's not something you can join or be. But I love my people. Once I found out we was Israel because I fought it, I fought it because the way I was raised, especially churches I come up under, and again, I'm going to get back to who are, who are you under, who you answer to, who you fellowship with. Because some people hear what I'm saying. They say, man, I like what that guy is saying because I'm relevant. I try to stay relevant. And some of y'all are going, man, I really like what you're saying, but Seth, you're going against everything I was taught. Man, you're saying all kinds of stuff that I ain't never heard. Number one, you ain't never heard if you don't read. I'm sorry. You don't read, you don't travel most likely. Because what I'm saying is nothing new. It is all over the Internet. What I'm talking about is, yeah, it's not just all over the Internet. It's all over the world. Folks, when you begin to travel, you'll find out very quickly a lot of people don't believe the people in Israel is true Jews. And I know y'all think Muslims is this, that, and the other, but you got to understand the Muslims are all over a billion people. Y'all better listen to the Muslims. Quit acting like they're your enemy. This don't, okay, don't be a Muslim. But they're not stupid. If it had not been the Muslims, we would not have the history, black history. Y'all know that? They're like the, 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 the keepers of history. If it had not been for Islam and the Muslims, we would not have black history. <laughs> White people went throughout the whole world, those in power. Not your little broke self, you with us. White guys sitting there like, yeah, no, not you. <laughs> All white people ain't the same. Y'all need to, if you make under $100,000, you black. Just, hello, welcome, have a seat. <laughs> but those in power went out the whole world destroying and killing and changing and renaming, redefining Islam. That stood up to them. Fought them. Fought them. Fought them. 
Most High called them people from the north. Yes, he did. Whites, so-called whites, have been called by the Most High to do what they do. I know I just lost probably everybody listening. He's not behind everything evil they do. That's not what I'm saying. But the Bible says, Israel, if you disobey, I'm going to call a nation from the north. They're going to come. Uh, Jeremiah, I think, 14, I already talked about this last show. I can't repeat myself, y'all, but last week I talked about, uh, last episode on Facebook Live, I talked about a people that the Most High said. He said, I, for lo, I will call all, because some of y'all ain't here last week. So I got, the Bible says, the Most High said, he will call all the families of the north, and they will come down to Jerusalem and basically wreak havoc upon not just Israel but all the nations. White people have business in Israel. White people have business in doing what they've done because the earth had turned away from the Most High, and the Most High called these people to do what they did. Brother said, that's it. I'm, I'm out of here. Okay, you're out of here. Bye. <laughs> but I promise you that's what the Bible says. It says, I will provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. Why you don't get upset? I didn't write that verse. It says, I will cause you to be jealous, Israel. I will provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. What are you trying to say? They're not human? That ain't what the Bible was saying. So y'all trying to tell y'all that hate the white man. The white man is not from the same lineage as be from Africa. No, that ain't what the Bible saying. It's just saying they're not a people in terms of a great people. They wasn't known. Because these are albinos that come up from Africa because they was oppressed like they're being in Tanzania right now. And they've always been mistreated, mistreated by the Africans. Africans, y'all need to own up. You've always mistreated albinos. It's happening. You ain't just had to step in not that long ago, but I think about 10 years ago because they was killing the albinos in Tanzania. You're right down the internet. You can Google it. But don't Google it. Listen to what I'm saying. Y'all get distract, distracted. But, yes, Tanzanians was killing, and still to this day, they was thinking that this, think about it, all that black, black, black skin, and then a white skin pop out. They thought either it was something greater than them or it was something lesser than them. So sometimes they worshipped it, and then some Africans say, no, it's evil, and they killed them. That is what's going on in 2023, and even in the future, I'm probably sure it's going to happen. So eventually, people ain't stupid. They went where it was more whites like them. People saw migrating up north, and we look up more and more and more began to come, and they wasn't just coming from one tribe. Various tribes can produce white skin. Folks, guess what? On Tuesday, I'm going to do a Facebook Live with pictures. I'm going to deal with the origin of white skin. If you are a so-called white person, and any anybody really, you want to tune in. For those of you that think I hate white people, tune in. You're going to hear the love, but I'm going to break down that all of us behind this brown skin has white skin. And that white skin are people that's missing pigmentation and how it happened. 
how that sin caused us, dark-skinned people, to lose pigmentation. So white people, I don't care how different they look to you, they are from Africa. They're your brothers and your sisters. Whites, I don't care how strange black people look to you. Like them, you are from Africa. Inside of the black woman, she holds all genes. Inside of black hair, once an albino is born, their hair, that blonde hair or whatever hair it is, can mix with black, and from the mixing, they can produce every kind of hair on the earth. You, so you think that ain't love, what I'm trying to say to you? And y'all hear the love in what I'm saying? Because the message of hate wants to divide. And I ain't forgot. Brother Seth, I thought you was going to talk about who you're under, <laughs> who you're responsible to. We're going to get on that. And more, and, and really, what's coming your way tonight. I'm just, that's just what I do. I jump around. But I don't always jump around just on Facebook Live because I'm excited. So, so much to say, y'all, in so little time. But Brother Seth is going to be, going to make notes here, and I ain't going to drop none of that, okay? I was talking about how I love our people. And I'm going to hit that more about who these people are that I love and why I love African Americans. So, and also, let me just go ahead and, 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 and finish up here. So, I believe that the Most High calls white people to do what they're doing. So that's why I don't believe in something called the white man's burden. I, I take the power away from white people. They did not, did y'all know that the Bible said that those slave ships would come if Israel disobeyed? So if the most High, the Bible said he hissed to the nations of the north. Hissed to me, hey, you, they didn't even know to come. He hissed to them, hey. He hissed to them to come. The Bible says, I was just reading over the week, the Bible talks about how it, the most High kept selling his people. He was selling his people to these other nations. That was bothering me. How can the Most High sell his people? With my own eyes. About five times, I know the scripture says the term, he would sell his people to the heathen, sell his people to the other nations, because they didn't worship him. You understand something. Israel is different than any other nation. The Bible says every other nation can rise. You know how people, the foreigners come here and they just set up shop and they rise. They wind up wealthy. They come here broke or got a little money and they just set up shop and they become wealthy they rise. But there's something about African Americans. We can make white people super rich, but we can't seem to come together. We can't vote our way out of this. We can't boycott our way out of this. We can't shoot our way out of this. There's something up with us. Before I found out anything, though, I love our people. I've seen us. I've seen our pain. 
And I just thank the Most High, even right now, for the revelation he gave me to help me with the tears over the years, with the pain. Not the physical tears, sometimes physical tears, but most of the time, just seeing so many people, little girlfriends I had coming up, and and not that I'm trying to hook up with nobody. Listen to what I'm saying. Little girlfriends, I, little girls I played with and I grew up with in the projects, and I do mean in the project, like I said, people had dreams, because we can't determine where we're born and, and what we're born in. So don't feel no kind of way because you didn't born, you wasn't born there. You didn't have no control of what your parents made or did. So chill out. We always children is what I'm trying to say. With these goals and dreams and visions, and and I remember having little friends that were scientists. Everybody wasn't gang bang. Everybody wanted to fight all the time. Yes, I had little friends want to fight all the time. My parents didn't play that. You want to fight all the time, you gotta go home. So I had a little friends that was creative. I remember John John Ronald. Shout out to the Ronald family, Kim Ronald, John John Ronald, and uh, Carla Ronald. But I remember John John, we used to dig in the ground, and he used to be talking about these different worms. We'd be sitting up with our butt in the air, and our little head down, and we'd dig in the ground in the East Side Project over by the infamous I M Tarot. And so we'd dig in the ground, we'd digging these worms, he'd be trying to describe, we'd be taking what we learned in school and trying to analyze and putting the little worms back. We weren't trying to cut up the worm per se, kill up things. Sometimes we did. But my point is, I watched all of the, the, my little scientist friends, and I had other little friends that had talents. I had other little girls that were smart. I never was the smartest in my class. All these little smart black girls around with the little ponytail and their little hair when they was little, hair not combs, some of them, some had that little ponytail. A little short, <laughs> and some had long hair. Like people like the promises, KK promises, and all all these different types of people. <laughs> so anyway, I watched them grow up, and I watched them later in middle school, and I watched them kind of tra- I, I watched them evolve. Then I started hearing stories where you know such and such passed away, and then and uh, which is natural, normal that happens in all neighborhoods. But then I started hearing some different things, like people after high school, you know, after, I guess people not realizing their dreams or getting hooked up with people, dreams being, you know, unfulfilled, and even myself suffering some defeats and setbacks. I remember Mama saying. You know, watch that child there. If they don't get some help, they're going to go down the wrong road. And I was thinking, you know, because at the time, there was, you know, they was looking like I was looking. So what do you mean, Mama, they're going down the wrong road? They ain't got no guidance. And they just can't, you know, these kids don't know where their parents are. And look at them, they're just out there. And they, they, you know, and so I would see all of us started looking beautiful. And then I watched the things that Mama say come to pass. I watch a lot of my friends, and then I watch life, and then I look up in my 20s, and people are, a lot of them were excelling, just like they said. A lot of them went on to do just what they said. And a lot of them, things were delayed. A lot of them bloomed later. But what broke my heart was those that wasn't equipped for what was coming. We didn't know we was supposed. 
I don't know anything about that. When I went to my little white friends, I didn't I didn't realize I was treating them different. I mean, I didn't treat them different when I was little, but later on, I thought all of our program when we was little was constantly white shows, white entertainment. And I don't know, Sister Eliana, if you want to come on with me, uh, you can uh, uh, text me and let me know. That's the only person I will probably bring on the video because I'm going to be talking about... Uh, my uh, co-host tonight on the Fox and Soul Network. I'm just, just, just kind of doing this long how I do, but I'm doing a long intro here. But I'm just talking about my love for my people right now, and I'll wrap this up here in a second, in, in a minute here. Begin to see it, and it broke my heart to see so many people to speed this up, so many people with broken dreams, so many people addicted to drugs, so many people, and that north side of Fort Worth just broke my heart because that was another stronghold of black people, the north side of Fort Worth, Como, these are areas, I know some of y'all listen from all over the country, probably the world, you don't know what I'm talking about, but these are areas in my neighborhood or in my city that was stronghold for black people. They did, they had a lot of pride. Oh, my God, the pride that the people had in Como, the pride that the people had in I Am Terrell, and, uh, at the I Am Terrell. Now, we was in, um, anyway, the pride, you know, y'all in all over the country, all over the world, you know there's those black people that, really was about something when you was younger and they had great pride and you look at what what their kids did with their property and what they did with their inheritance that they left and it's it's, it's it makes you want to cry and you look over at whites and you know hate you're not hating on white people you want them to you know well, I want a hair of their head touched unless they're trying to take my life you know then that's self-defense but I'm just saying I don't want to harm I don't want no harm brought to nobody but I see a lot of them when they was little, they did some of the same things we did. And I look at some of them just prosper in certain areas. Again, the Bible says the wealth of a man does not consist in the things he owns. So it's not just about what stuff you own. But I, I watch a lot of our white brothers and sisters. And when I look at other ethnic groups that have come to this country and how they thrive, it breaks my heart. Foreigners got to realize, y'all make of a white people, but you forget who built this country. White people would not be nowhere near where they are had it not been the country from the contributions of black people. This is not their country. They laid one brick, we laid five. We built the road railroads. You would not have all types of products if there was no railroad track. We have built this country, not just the free slave labor, but even from slavery to now, we've been in this thing. Why have you ain't done this by themselves? They was there too. But, I mean, you got to know what you're looking at. you got to know what you're looking at. So I say to my white brothers and sisters and, to, and the foreigners that's looking at African Americans, do you know who you, do you know who we are? We're not just people that help build the country, though. We're, you can't look in any direction in America and not see our work. If you're driving down the road right now and you're just looking to the left or right, you're looking at something. We've got our handprints all over every. You can't turn on the radio and, and we not have some kind of patent on even the radio. You can't turn on the computer. Uh, 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 Magali, I can't think of his name in Nigeria, who created the, the 
fastest computer. Now, I know you're not American, but this guy is is responsible for the fastest computer. Black people is so intertwined in America too. It's like it's not just the red light and the lawnmower and all these little things on February. This insult. That's why I don't like doing it on February. We are America. I mean, really, foreigners, whites, ignorant blacks. We built this country. But brother, set take it to another level. So this love for my people, God began to heal me when I saw all these broken dreams. When I began to see all these uh, that I grew up with, and a lot of them are decent, they're doing okay in life, but... They were supposed to be so much further because they were smarter than a lot of my even white brothers and sisters. I don't, I don't wish to harm upon, but I mean, man, we have some very intelligent people. We have some, man, look. There's some black folks that could easily be president of the United States that grew up in the East Side Project. They could run this country. There's some I Am Terror alumni that could run this country. White supremacy has threw so many things in a row to hinder our progress. And I'm looking at all this and I study our people. It ain't fair. And you wonder. I'm going to try to bring on Sister Eliana. I think she wants to join. Sister Eliana, I'm not really savvy as to how to do this, but I think I can bring you on. Um, let me do this, everybody, because this is a... I tell you, Sister Eliana, give me a few minutes I'm going to bring you on, okay, because I'm, I'm in a certain vein right now, and I want to bring you on because I... I'm going to talk about the co-hosts that of the Spies Mustang Network, uh, the shows, what we've been doing since 2011, what Brother Seth's been about, and again, to answer that question, who are you under? So, Sister Eliana, hold on a second, uh, 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 please. All right, and Sister Eliana is, is another one of those brains, just, she was so much smarter than me, and this is one of the co-hosts that I've had, been blessed with lately uh, on the Spies Mustang. She's been riding with us, I think, about four or five years. But Sister Eliana, there's six of them. It's actually about ten people that have co-hosts since 2011 with me, and she's one of them. She's going to jump here in a little bit. But anyway, I've just seen those people. And so I'm just sitting up minding my own business, and when I be hearing these preachers preach, I say, man, we should, that reminds us of I would always say, we always talk about Israelites. The Israelites wanted a king. I said, no, I ain't black people. They always wanted some leader. The father said, I am your leader. You don't need a leader. If you get a leader, he's going to take you to war. He's going to take your children. going to do this. Israel said, well, all the other nations got a leader. And they all the other nations got. And so they was whining to the prophets. And the prophets would go back to the Most High. And Most High, they were saying, they want a leader. <laughs> I am your leader. Tell them I am your leader. Hey, people, he is our leader. And no, we want a king. We want somebody we can look at. We can bring presents to. They can represent us. 
And the, and the priests go back to the people, you know, back and forth. And the father finally said, okay, go ahead. Get your king. So when y'all see a lot of the bloodshed in the Old Testament, quit saying that's the most high. These folks wanted a king that would take them to wars and stuff. The Bible, the father warned them of that. So a lot of, a lot of the bloodshed y'all see in the scriptures, it ain't the most high doing. And shout out to, uh, I, I'm trying my best not to call nobody out. But Douglas died, oh my goodness, y'all. This is one of those persons that was uh, instrumental in my very young, early development. Y'all, please forgive me. I just happened looking to see Sister Eliana. I'm going to bring her on here in a second. And when I looked in, I saw Douglas died. So I'm going to start calling her name because y'all been wondering, why do you call my name? But uh, I don't know how folks do these Facebook Live and they be reading. But anyway, so um, when Israel chose the king, that's when the bloodshed happened. But... Let me get back on, on um, back on my people. Let me just kind of go back, y'all. So when I begin to see African Americans, then we'll bring on Sister Eliana, one of the co-hosts of the Five and Soul Network. Tonight we're going to be talking about our co-hosts, what we've been doing, and uh, then later, uh, later in the show, I'll, I'll go back to talking about friends from my childhood and so forth. But we are going to talk about the Five and Soul Network tonight, just letting y'all know, and the co-hosts. Uh, so. Uh, and and, and uh, but I got a little emotional earlier because I was thinking about all of those people. You know, it's one thing to try to be with girls and stuff when you're in, you know, you see some girls, you have crutches on you when you're young. But later on, you do remember that was just your friend. Broken dreams, it, it's bigger than them being a cute little girl or a little fine girl you used to want to talk to or whatever. It's, it goes past that. That was your neighbor. That person that's a part of your country, really. I found out later that we were all related. I found out later African Americans are really all related. I get you not. We're part of a nation. So when God showed me we was Israelites, just looking like Pat Robinson said, black people, I can understand why they would say they're Israelites because they've been through so much in their life and they want to identify with something. No, no. I had it very clear in my mind who the Jews were. I've been taught all my life in church. And I also was taught I'll bless those that bless you. I will curse those that curse you. So there's no way I'm going to be saying I'm an Israelite or a Jew and bring about a curse, because that's God's people. So, just so y'all know, I'm not trying to, you know, muster up something for us to get us to act right. No, 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 no. When I look at the scriptures, and I look at us, and I look at the people in Israel, I don't see nothing in my Bible that line up with them people. And I done been to people way smarter than me, because at first I'm like, I don't know about this. And they don't have nothing to say to your brother. When I come at them, like, where in the scriptures is the Holocaust? No disrespect. Facebook Live, don't y'all go mess with my account. Let me bring on Sister Eliana. She don't have me. This is one of the co-hosts of the Five Suits on Network. Let me try to bring her on, y'all. Last time this didn't work, let's try. So it says send an invite. 
unable to add. Here we go again. They can't join your broadcast at this time. They can't join your broadcast at this time. So, see, Eliana, I don't know what you're going to need to do, but it's saying that she, you can't. Um, so, so, see, Eliana, I don't, you know, maybe you can... Uh, We're going to keep trying. So, I don't know why they can't bring you on. But anyway, see, this is what I mean. I'm going to keep trying to talk to y'all. But, so anyway, I've seen, uh, I've seen my people, I've seen African Americans suffer. And it broke my heart. And, and all I would just say is they just need Jesus, and they do need Jesus. They do need the Most High. They do need the Most High. They do need to, to accept the, the Son of God, and they need to need to go by the Scriptures. That is going to pass. That is going to patch up all their pains. But some people might say, "Well, that's all they need, Seth. What else you talk? What else? What else?" Listen, we got to get them there. I've said it on these broadcasts many, many times. To see Leon, just so you know, you see my finger moving. I'm trying to get you on. Um, Brothers and sisters, at the end of the day, the Father wants us to become a spiritual Jew, not a natural Jew. I know I talked about this all last show, so I'm not going to try my best. Uh, you know, again, I apologize. Last show I said, oh, we're not going to spend the whole show talking about this, and we end up dead. So just so you all know, I'm trying. But uh, uh the Most High see how that we need something because we're so caught up in the flesh. Nations fighting against nations. Nations warring with nations. So he already see this is going to be a problem. So I'm going to put mankind in Christ. Those that believe and receive, believe what Christ has to say about me. And he said, those that listen to that gospel, I'm going to give them faith to believe. And he has to give you faith. Unfortunately, brothers and sisters, it's not something you can work for. The Most High has to give you faith to believe. But what I'm trying to say is, well, let me just say, and then once you believe, he invites you into a family. It's not a social thing. You can just go shake the pastor's hand and be a part of the family. It don't work like that, man. Some of y'all, that's all y'all did. You've got to believe that he actually came, the Messiah actually came, and you've got to believe what he says about this father. If you believe that, that belief right there that you got, is not something you did. If you can believe it, the Bible says, it's like a gift. If you believe it, it wasn't something you did. If you believe it, it's like a gift. That gift is the gift. That's the first miracle. That's a miracle right there that you believe because it's not. How you wasn't there? How you know? How you know he came? How you know he lived? How you know he died? How you know he rose? That's a that's a serious story. You actually believe he rose from the dead? Okay. I mean, no, it's really, you got to believe that. You've got, if you go going to church all the time, you don't believe it, you're probably not saved. You're probably not in him. Oh, that's cool. No, that's the Bible. you got to believe it. 
But at some point, you're going to believe it. When you believe it, it's a gift. He has to do it. The Bible says at that point, you become related to others, and they're not all black. They're white. The Bible says they're, they're, they're so-called white, they're black, they're all types of people. The Bible says this people, and Sister Eliana, I'm going to try it again. I'm try to bring you on. And maybe you can, um, let me try to bring on Sister Eliana again. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Uh, uh, Sister Eliana can call in. Hold on, let's call in. Uh, and, and I'm sorry, thank you, Sister Eliana. I need my crew, man. Now, this Facebook Live is cool, but we normally do this thing, our thing on, on Blog Talk Radio. So if you can call Blog Talk Radio and then tell your brother how to bring you on, then I can bring you on this, uh, uh, and everybody can see your face. Okay, this, again, Sister Eliana is a co-host on the Five Smooth Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. I'm the founder of the network. We've been around since 2011. We have over 151,000 views. We have hundreds of followers, and we've influenced all types of people uh, that you see around your country saying we're the Israelites. Yes, the Five Smooth Stone Network has. I've had a lot of people say, man, you, you're one of the first ones and that I heard talking about this, and they went on to start doing other stuff. Some of them end up pastoring. Some of them end up out on the street hollering that halfway, just because I ain't been behind a lot of these crazy people, there's a lot of this hatred. A lot of them grew up and got smarter than me and feel like they can be out there hating white, but I don't, I, I ain't got nothing to do with that, y'all. But nevertheless, I do agree with them that we are the people of the Bible. So, anyway, uh, and I'm and Sister Eliana, you know the number. Anybody want to talk to Brother Seth, go ahead and call me uh, right here on Five Swimsome Network at 914 205 5590. Brother Douglas Dye, you one of the person that probably could do that. Just give us a call at 914-205-5590. And just say hello to me. I just want to just say hello to me. I would appreciate it. Everybody's going to hear your voice. Again, just call. Uh, this is the blog talk. Uh, when you look, see me looking this way, I'm looking at blog talk. When you see me looking this way, I'm looking at Facebook Live. So you call me on, on blog talk radio, and I'll bring you on. And you can say just hello. If you want to comment on what I'm saying, that's fine, too. But, Sister Eliana, if you really could, I will, I'm looking for your call, and we'll, we'll bring you on. But, brothers and sisters, listen. I love every single one of you, as I say so often, because I know the things I'm saying can be harsh at times. I love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean it, I mean it, I mean it. Every single one of you, whatever, ethnic, it doesn't matter. I love humanity. But I love our people. Also, and I just thank the Father for showing me and, 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 and putting uh, a bomb, B-A-L-M, on my wounds, uh, put, you know, healing me of the pain and letting me see that, no, he hasn't forgotten us. Yes, we are in every aspect at the, on the, we're the lowest, we're the bottom of society in every Tiny aspect. Yes, we are. And there is a system to keep us there. It ain't because we're inferior to our foreigners. Okay. Let's try it again. This is the Aliana body I see here. Send the invite. Okay. It's saying adding. I don't know what that means. We'll see. It's saying adding, adding. Adding, I guess that means it's going to try to bring you on to see Eliana. Okay, 
I think we got Cecilia, you know. There she go. Well, shalom, shalom, Israel. What's happening? Your voice is gone. Why is your voice gone, Ceciliana? Praising the most high. Are you serious? Break that down. What do you mean praising the most high? I was praising the most high in Richmond, California, with Shirley Caesar and Leandria Johnson yesterday. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, it is, I've been trying to get folks on this doggone Facebook Live forever, and finally, you're the first one I got on successfully, so... Go ahead and say hello uh, to the people and let them know a little bit about yourself. Take about, I don't know, three or four minutes. I am so glad to finally successfully bring on one of our six co-hosts that I'm going to be talking about tonight, brothers and sisters. Sister Eliana going to join us for a little bit. But go ahead. Who are you and uh, why do you go, – go ahead and let's, let's take first things first. Tell us a little bit about you first, and then I'm going to come back and we'll talk about why it's important this what what why is this important who we are as a people? But let's take first thing first. Who are you, please, to the people? So shalom everyone and I'm Eliana Batya. I also go am Pastor Elaine Queen. So I have two Facebook profiles. If you are following me, if you see me around, I don't have a twin. It is me and it is me. Um Eliana is my Hebrew name. It means God has answered, and Batya is daughter of Yah. So that is my Hebrew name. And I'm sorry that I'm a horse today, but there's a lot going on yesterday. The Most High is so beautiful. He's so powerful. And um, anyway, I know that we're the Hebrew Israelites. I, I don't have enough time to tell you the many confirmations, the many things that the Most High did in my life to confirm this to me, and uh, it's actually coming out everywhere now. I mean, in this season of our of our lives and in the world, it's really coming out who we are as the people of the Most High. So I'm real thankful. I'm really grateful for this platform. Years ago, I had a blog talk program called, um, it was um, the Wisdom of Torah, by Eliana Batya, and I taught primarily on the Psalms, or the Tehillim, and it was really popular, and then I got away from it, and then I received a call from Brother Seth, um, I can't remember, several years ago, asking me if I would uh, be willing to come on and share a little bit on the Five Smooth Stones, which I did, and uh, that continued until I actually became a co-host share a lot of information, so I'm really thankful, I'm grateful to the Most High for the many things that he's done already in my life, I've done a lot of traveling, and I've been around the world, and I've seen a lot of things, but one thing I know for sure, we are Israel, Amen. and in other countries, they know that, they do, they know who we are, amen, now y'all, Sister Eliana, I mean, Sister Eliana is very Kind of like my wife, except she's bold enough to come and show her face. My wife be like, she'll show if I really push her. But Arlene likes to work in the background. And Sister Eliana is one of those sisters that's very, you have to, 
you have to toot her horn for her, but this woman speaks about four or five languages. Tell them the languages you speak fluently, please. I speak English is my first language, and Spanish is my segundo lengua. I speak French, Hebrew, and Chinese, Mandarin to be exact. Speak some Mandarin, please. They think of you bluffing. That goes, yeah, and, and just so people know, you know, when we go to changing our names, because, you know, you got the different names, the Bible says, again, any and everything we do collectively as a people, and Sister Eliana is right there, she can correct me, these folks smarter than I am, I ain't scared to say Sister Eliana is smarter than I am, and so is Brother Elishua, and a, lo- a lot of the others, y'all, again, the Father used me to bring these people together, but they sharp as a tack, and, uh, I just thank the Father for him. But Sister uh, Eliana, um, I want to lift my train of thought. I'm just so excited to have you on. It's, I'm telling you, I've been trying to bring uh, uh, anybody on this video, and I haven't been able to. But Sister Eliana been riding with us, y'all, for some years now. And I want her to uh, just kind of elaborate a little bit on why it's important, this whole message. Because, Sister Eliana, I run into people that say this. The spiritual Jew, and by the way, Sister Eliana and I and all of the co-hosts, well, not except Brother Kenwin, actually, we distance ourselves from the hate. I think Brother Kenwin should do too. Actually, he doesn't preach the hate. But when y'all do YouTube and you see these Hebrews, like we are not with them people. This is a very old revelation, y'all. They said that the people in Demona had their master teacher was best friends, or they say best friends, with the, the founder of the Church of God in Christ, and which is Bishop Mason. And he said Bishop Mason early on taught this. A lot of the founding black churches uh, early, early on taught we were Zion, the people of the Bible. I'm not talking about just spiritual Zion. They taught that, and I want to see Eliana hit that. And... Uh, you got to know that this thing is global. This, this people all in India. I've seen them. I've heard of them. I haven't seen them, but I, I've, I've researched. Then I went, to, I went to India, and I saw some people that I suspect was those people. But we're all over the world. The Bible said when the Father got upset with Israel, he scattered them at the four corners. The people in Israel today is not necessarily all of them the true Jews. I do believe some of them, because when our people was taken up north of the Elian, as you know, they mixed in so much with the Europeans, they did lose their pigmentation. So I do think some of the white people in Israel are authentic Israelites, but I don't believe the vast majority of them are because Israel, for the most part, is in exile. Sister Eliana, what say you? I totally agree. Actually, in the 1800s, some of the former white slave owners were going around actually announcing to, they were going from the, um, the, the colonies, 13 colonies originally on the East Coast, and they were warning uh, slavers um, to be careful because we were the um, children of Israel. And that was way back in the 1800s. They were, they, the Father downloaded the revelation of who we were, and he has always 
they really are in contempt of the court of heaven because, yes, there was a chastisement. There was a point of our chastisement, but that is over. And now anyone that is trying to oppress and kill and maim and destroy us are really outside of the boundaries and the jurisdiction of the Most High. They are filled with the hatred that the Hasatan, our enemy, has for Israel. As the scripture talks about in Revelation, the dragon going after the woman and her seed. And that's actually what's happening right now. It is not because we're black, because all of Israel is not necessarily black. But Israel is the chosen people of the Most High. So the attack against Israel uh, is, is Satan. It is the dragon coming after the woman and her seed. Well, and Cecilia, let's, let's, for those that are listening, and, and again, those of y'all that don't go to church, you don't, you don't know a lot of this mumbo Bible stuff, bear with me because we're going to hit a lot of different things again. Uh, uh, we're going to hit a lot of different points that may be of interest to you. And, and just I definitely suggest you get more familiar with the scriptures. But Cecilia, there's a lot of Bible thumpers on the line, and they say things like this. I hear this all the time. Who you are in Christ trumps anything y'all can say in the flesh. As a matter of fact, when you're talking about we the Israelites, you're dividing us. It's all back to that black thing. Bishop Robert E. Smith, y'all can Google him right now. He's one of my friends. Bishop Robert E. Smith, one of Arkansas' top bishops, was on my show, our show. And to see Ellie and I talk to him. And this guy was letting us have it, talking about we're in Christ, we're in Christ. But I said, Bishop, I've seen you on Facebook. You do things in the flesh. You have a family. You have, an, you, you have I'm sure you probably have a family reunion. You identify. You got a name, Bishop Robert E. Smith, Sr. Uh, what do you mean? He kept trying to, he would, he would pick when he wanted to be in the flesh, and then he would say, we're in the spirit, and that's all that matters. So I want you to hit that a little bit, Sister Eliana. Again, the question is, since Christ has come, and we're now in Christ, we're family, and there's, there's no Jew, nor Greek, male, nor female. So why are y'all talking about this natural identity? Can you tell why it's important, please, to you? Well, for me, what's important is having the proper placement in the world. Um Knowing who you really are is very important. Knowing your ancestry, your DNA, your heritage is really important. And Christ came that, first of all, he came for his own. Absolutely. We are his own. And the scripture teaches that when we would have gone into exile or would have been scattered the way we were scattered during the transatlantic slave trade, the scripture teaches us that we would discontinue from our heritage. We would forget who we are, but uh, and we wouldn't know the customs or the ways. Well, all throughout, if you look at any of the slave writings, they always refer to, um, 
they always refer to themselves as, you know, uh, being Zion or, um, you know, even Harriet Tubman called her Moses. They sung some of that, you know, the um, Amazing Grace. It was penned by a white man, but the tune of Amazing Grace was from a Hebrew, what they call a nigum. A nigum is a certain type of uh, sound, a musical sound that the, the Hebrews sung. So he heard the slaves singing a certain song, and in that in that very, you know, but it was the song of the Hebrews. And he penned the words of Amazing Grace to that nigum. Now, there is a wonderful um, rabbi. His name is, um, oh, my goodness, it's, it's um, oh, Capers Founier. Rabbi Capers Founier leads one of the largest um, Ethiopian, uh, Dokken, um, uh Jewish congregations he in is, Chicago. It is the largest. But, it is the largest in America. Uh, Yes. Well, he recent. Well, a few years back, was it touched my heart? That, that's Michelle. Sorry, just quick interruption. I used to go to a retreat here in the uh, in Petaluma, in California, when I used to attend the synagogue, and he used to be the chief rabbi for the for our group of Jews of color, and Rabbi Capers, uh, some years back. Um, connected with some of the Hebrew Israelite congregations in Chicago who really uh, recognized him, he recognized them, and they formed a, uh, an alliance, and he connected those congregations with the same knowledge. And Rabbi Kaper Spunier, um, who is a black man, um, has received recognition very high up in the Jewish world, the Hebrew Israelite world, and the world at large. And this is so powerful because it's reestablishing who we are. What's really going on is there is a renaissance, a rebirth, a reawakening that the Father himself is doing. It's not just black people are saying, oh, I want to connect to something. Yeah. We know how that works, right? We connected ourselves to the black power movement. And how did that work out for us? It didn't work out because we left the most high out of the equation. Everything we've done outside of the most high has failed. We are now connecting to our true heritage, and the most high is growing this movement by his Ruach HaKadosh. It can't be refuted. It can't be Holy Spirit, everybody. As a matter of fact, even the Jewish people are starting to say, yes, this is Israel. It's been said, if, you, if you're limited to only the United States of America, in your city, in your town, and you have not traveled outside the borders, then you are woefully ignorant to who you really are if you are a Hebrew Israelite. You need to get on a plane, and you need to travel outside of the United States, outside of the United States right. media. You need to go into these Middle Eastern countries. They'll tell you who you are. Yes. We're not even connected to the African tribes. They know who we are. They will tell yes. you. I know that 
you know, we're trying to take our roots back to Africa. You go there, they'll tell you, you are not us, you're Israel. They will tell you that. Right. I've had many friends try to make that back to Africa movement only to be welcomed but told you're not us. Don't you know who you are? You're Israel. So this thing is not a man and it's not a movement. It is the most time reestablishing, regathering, reconstituting. We're the valley of dry bones. He's bringing us back together again and he's reestablishing us who we really are. So this is not a black power movement. And there's nothing wrong with being black. It's a beautiful thing. Amen. We need to love ourselves. We need to love ourselves. So, Sister Eliana, I appreciate you going down there, and I appreciate you bringing up Rabbi uh, Capers, uh, uh, which is also happened to be everybody, Michelle Obama's cousin. And, I mean, yeah. they're very close. He was at their wedding everything. Matter of fact, he's been to the White House. So you know Obama knows. Okay, but anyway, um, I, I am so, again, thankful to have you on. And, y'all, one day we're going to have this screen is going to be split up in seven ways or six ways. None of us, all, all six of us I don't think have ever been on a few times, but most of the time it's five of us. And so you see this screen split and then split again. So, um, as a Beth, I did want to say something. I couldn't get on with my uh, my iPhone. I could get on. I have a, a an Android, and I was able to get on no problem with the Android. So it could be the device that they're using to get on. Wow! Wow! Well, again, uh, you've tuned into the Five Smithstone Network. I'm Brother Seth, the founder of the network. I have Cecilia Eliana Badia. Uh, which is uh, one of the co-hosts on the Five Swim Stone Network, y'all. We're going to take this program, this show, to YouTube eventually. I know we're late. I know. But you know what? The Most High, when he wants to promote Brother Seth, he's going to do it. But I've got a lot of stuff going on these days, and so I'm not blogging even like I used to. But I am going to be going on YouTube and putting all these videos I've made, all these uh, blogs I've made. I'm going to try to convert them to where it can go up on YouTube, and so that's a whole another thing, but I still like to say, y'all stay tuned to my Facebook Live, because I'm going to be bringing on to see Eliana Baya, y'all have not heard nothing from her, she is really sharp, Sissy Eliana has a prophetic eye, and she can see where this is going, 30 years from now, the African American wants to happen, you got to hear what's in her, I, I, and I'm going to tell, I'm just going to, I'm going to take a <laughs> So you can see me now, Sister Eliana. So you can see, hopefully, you can see my heart. But Sister Eliana and I, I think sometimes she gets a little because she's she's seeing ahead, and I'm trying to get people in these churches to see this is not nothing you can join. According to the flesh, you are already Israelite. T.D. Jakes is an Israelite. I don't care what he's preaching. Uh, Reverend Smith around the corner from you is an Israelite. African Americans, you are the people of the Bible. And you may say, well, like one guy told me at work, I can see it. When I began to start laying out what the Moses said was going to happen to the Israelites in Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26 and hundreds of other scriptures, this brother told me at work, I can see it. But what does that have to do with my 
everyday life. How does that enhance me? Why? He told me this, Sister Eliana. He said, man, why are you talking up on Israel? What's in Israel? I said, brother, let me tell you like this. And Sister Eliana, I want you to answer that question too. What does this have to do with my everyday life? I told him, I said, listen, let me tell you about the people that run our world. There's a saying that I heard in Israel that whoever runs the world is going to have to run Jerusalem. You want to know who's running the world? You ain't got to go all over the world, just go to Jerusalem. Whatever image is there, that's who rules the world. When the Chinese ever rule the world, there's going to be a Chinese Jesus up in there. It is important because from Jerusalem come the law, comes everything. That's why the Jewish people are so, that's why some of y'all looking at us right now almost mad want to destroy us because you have such a love for the Jewish people. You're like, how dare y'all be on your Talking about with a Jew. Listen, the reason you have that is because your pastors and preachers have disrespect because, and they're supposed to have that. So, see, I'll let me hit that a little bit. Yeah, because we understand that um, the law comes through um, Jerusalem, it comes out of Zion, the, the scepter of righteousness for the whole earth it comes out of Zion. And so, it's important. Here's one of my favorite scriptures in Revelations, and I quote it all the time, and sometimes when I say it, it's, I feel like it's kind of going over people's heads or going in one ear and out the other, and they really don't understand what I'm saying. But it says, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. For Satan comes down having great wrath, for he knows that he has a short time. He has a short time. The plan that he's waged so far for millennia, that he was fighting in the heavenlies, and he was trying to take over heaven, which it didn't work, and it would never have worked. But do you see the patience of our God? Our most high, very patient. Come down to the earth. This is the earth is a very special place. I know science scientists are trying to See if there's life on another planet. And the reason why they won't find it, because the Most High made Earth a very special domain. Very special. So he's trying, Satan is trying to take over the Earth. And he does have influence over the nation's leaders. But he understands the power of Jerusalem. He understands what is there. He understands that that is the seat. That, that is the seat of power and authority in the whole earth. Heaven in the heavens is the seat of power for the heavens and the universe. But Jerusalem, Israel, that place is a holy place unto the Most High. And he's trying to take that, that place of power. So trying to keep us distracted, trying to keep us fighting against each other, trying to put in a, a, a counterfeit per, uh, people, is how he's trying to delay. It's only a delay. He can't stop the work of the Father. He can't stop the plan of the Father, but he can frustrate it. He can get us to be frustrated. And so this is why there's so much activity, and the nation's leaders know if you control Jerusalem, you do control the whole entire earth. You control the planet. Well, the Most High is not going to turn over the entire control of the most holy place on earth 
to the hands of the wicked forever. There, there's a little season. There's a little time. So Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the day of the Gentiles be complete. So they have a little time, but their time is just about up. And that's why he's awakening the sons and daughters of Zion to bring us back into full force for who we are. And this time, and I love to tell Hebrew Israelites that are finding out who you are, you must be born again. Don't fool yourself. You must be born again. Not by water. I mean, I mean, by the Spirit, not by the will of man. But you must be born again by the Ruach HaKadosh. That's the only way you're going to stand. So if you're not born again and you're only preaching the law, you have not arrived to your destination. Amen. You still have miles to go. But those of us who are born again, spirit-filled, blood-bought, and we know who we are, we are the sons and daughters of Zion. And we have the right. We have the authority. We have the authority to step into that place of power and dominion on the earth. So this is what we're dealing with. And there's so much more to that, but uh, just in a nutshell, just in a nutshell, that's what's going on. Beautiful, beautiful. And brothers and sisters, I'm going to be uh, uh, talking about, we're going to take a little break here, but I, uh, I, I'm going to come back from the break talking about many of the shows, and that's just a little sample, Sister Eliana. I'm going to tell you all this one more time. This sister is very sharp. Sister Eliana has been studying this for a long time, and she, unlike some of the co-hosts, have had a close relationship with the Jewish people. Explain that a little bit just about so they won't think. Because here's you got. You got some people that saying y'all want to be Jewish. You know, that's one thing when I went to Demona. I, I was wanting to make sure those people are not in Israel trying to mimic whatever the Jewish people is, like some fake Jews. And I so appreciate those people for saying, no, we have returned from America. I'm talking about the black Jews in, in Demona. When I went there, I was trying to say, are they trying to mock just whatever the Jewish people do, we do? And I'm so thankful. They told those people when they got there, they was very kind. And they said, we're the people, we've come back to our land. And the Jewish people, that was uncontrolled of the land, saying, no, y'all not the Jewish people. They sent them back, Israelites, the, 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 the people from uh, all over. They weren't just from Chicago, they were from all over. They know we're the people of this, of, of this land. Make the long story short, when I went to see them, they wasn't letting them define what's the Shabbat, how we keep the Shabbat, how we keep the feast days, what it requires. That's what I appreciate from them, and that is what Sister Eliana and I are doing. We're not watching the Jewish people to see what they do. We are Israel, and it's not something we concoct. I would never bring my family. I would never bring my friends to such a deception. I'm saying the missing link to African Americans. We can't vote our way out of this oppression. We can't boycott our way out of this depression. We can't shoot our way and fight our way out of this uh, as much as the Montgomery, Alabama brawl, uh, uh, as much as I respect what those people try to do, we can't fight our way out of it. We're Israel, 
Our culture is the most high. That is what we are about. Our culture is him and what he is. We are unique people. Sister Aliana, hit that a little bit, please. All right, I want to just tell you a little bit about that background in my life. It started with the most high was dealing with me a lot uh, back in um, 98, I believe, 99, something like that. Um, A book was given to me called No Apology Necessary. When I read the book, it it explained the apology that the African-American people are looking for from, quote-unquote, our oppressors. They don't need to give it to us. I know a lot of people don't understand this, and I might be making the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. If you're African-American and you're looking at police brutality and the lynchings and all of the things that have happened to us in the 200-so years, the 400 years we've been in this country. But the reason why there is no apology necessary because the Father, the Most High, it's written in the book. It's written in Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26. The Most High said because of the continued rebellion, the rebellious nature of Israel, that he would cause the things to come upon us. Even when the Messiah was being, before he was being crucified, when he was carrying the cross, the, the daughters of Jerusalem were weeping. He said, don't weep for me, daughters of Jerusalem. Don't weep for me, but weep for your children. Because if this thing is done in a green tree, I am life. I am the son of the Most High. As a matter of fact, I am the Most High. And you you have turned your back on your living God, your living God. He said, don't weep for me, because I'm going to freely give my life, but I have the power to pick it up again. But you don't. He said, weep for your children, because they're going to go through some oppression, and it's going to be very, very devastating. And all of that happened, the transatlantic slave trade happened after, after the crucifixion, after the crucifixion. And so the, the, the horrible things that were done, the, the horrible things that were done to us was a result of chastisement. All of that people don't understand what to do with us as Hebrew Israelites. But that was a result of chastisement, punishment, the the cruel treatment, the the, the lynchings, the burnings. All of this was because of our ancestors rejecting, first of all, their God, and then their God who came in the flesh as the Son the life that prophet like Moses that would come to save his people from their sins because we have a sin problem. And we still have it today. Not just Israel, but the world has a sin problem. And the Most High sent his son to deal with that. But more importantly, that Israel might become again the representation on the earth for the nations to find the living God. So that book, No Apology Necessary, began to un- open up my understanding that what happened was as a result of the Most High allowing his judgment to take place. And he does 
wasn't playing. And some of us are still missing the mark. We're still missing the mark. But we have that free grace. We have salvation. That's why I say you must be born again. You can't get away like Seth said. You can't You can't vote your way out of this. You can't um, become something else, a Buddhist or, or a Taoist or whatever. You're going to pay because it's already been paid. And if you reject, the scripture says, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great a salvation, we don't understand, Israel. We don't understand. We don't understand. You think slavery was hard. Just neglect this salvation. (laughs) And see what happens. You don't want to see what happens. I don't want you to see what happens. You must be born again first and foremost. You know, there was a scripture that says um, how we continue to disregard the commandments of God in lieu of the commandments of men. We have indeed made the commandments of God of none effect. The commandments of God have not gone away. Even the law, oh, Christ came and, and, you know, we don't have to keep the law. The, The devil is a liar. You do. The Lord said, I will write a new, I'll do a new thing. I'll I'll make a new covenant. I'm going to write that same law in your heart. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? We're talking about a holy God. He's a holy God. And he is not to be played with nor toyed with. Your mind has deceived you. You must be born again, Israel. You must be born again. So my journey began there, and then the Father actually took me out of the Christian church and and he put me in a synagogue, and I began to learn and see things, and God began to deal with me there. But before that, when I graduated high school, before I got married, I used to go to intercessory prayer, and in prayer, I had a vision. I saw myself over the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem. I'd never been there. And then I saw the separation, the men on one side to the left and the women on the right. And I actually saw that when I went to Israel many years later. It is that way. And then I heard a song. And then I saw the dove, the ruach, the representation of the ruach hovering. And then the father brought me out. Then he sent an angel to speak to me, tell me all of these things about Shabbat and and the the holy days. And and that angel ministered and said, the Most High is going to bring you out. And indeed, he did, to the point where I learned some things in the synagogue. I spent about six or seven years in the synagogue. I learned some things. And here's what I learned. They are not holy serving the Most High. Depending on the sect, the ultra, ultra orthodox, the Lubavitchers, they are not serving the Most High at all. They're not. They are serving Satan. So the Father took me to give me that understanding. He took me in to bring me out with an understanding. I know what I'm talking about. Matter of fact, my name is listed. In New York, under the ultra-Orthodox on the registry is my name. They have high respect for me. And what 
is said about me in the in the Orthodox community, the Jewish Orthodox community, they say your name precedes. I mean, your reputation precedes you. They know me because of what the Most High has done. So when I tell you, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Those people are not the biblical people. They are not. But here's something that's amazing. They've kept our culture in part alive. They've kept our culture in part Alive. How so? kept our language and restored our language. The scripture said, whoever heard of it, till a nation be born in a day, the language is back, the land is back. What other culture has this happened? Because of the most high. Interesting. That right there. And, and folks, y'all have just been missing out. I'm sitting up here looking at, uh, see all that I was talking here. Y'all just, you're getting a very little piece of Sister Eliana, but there's other people that contribute just like that different angles. Uh, this is Sister Eliana Babia, and you heard her say she pastors and other things, and but um, there's a lot to her. But there's other people. There's Brother John Clark, who's right now in Kenya, and he normally moderates the show, not me. So he'll moderate the show. I'll work the boards, and I'll come in and say different things. A very much sharper guy, I think, than I am. He's really good about making sure we just discuss, we talk equally. He's been a while since he moderated. It's been a long time, actually. But I want to get him back to moderating. But Sister Eliana contributes. Brother John contributes. But John's strong point, he's a mortgage broker by trade. He's in Kenya right now, and this you know, I've seen Brother John buy houses, and he wasn't even in the States. So, uh, he wasn't even in the city. Uh, so, but anyway, he moves around a bit, and so he does, he's very good with regard to prophecy uh, with, with end-time events, eschatology. But that brother right there is very good by breaking down the, 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 the book of Revelation. And then we have Brother uh, brother Elishua, a.k.a. Brother Gary Ellison, some of y'all know him by. Most have done wonders with Brother uh, Gary. Sister Eliana, I'm not seeing the top of your head, just so you know it's cutting you off for a little bit. There we go. But uh, Brother Elishua, I mean, this guy can just, he, he has probably contributed to, out of the 300 friends, he's probably contributed, to be very honest, the most. Because he's been with me since long time. We've traveled, been to New Orleans, been to Tulsa. We went to Atlanta. He was a part of the whole uh, um, Candace Staten, uh, me re- connecting back up with Candace Staten. He also went to hear Tavis Smiley when we, we, when we went to hear Farrakhan and Howard, Harold Belafonte. That was sure been with me on so many times. This brother just been my sounding board, so he had tweaked me. I tweaked him. He's on, and I'll talk more about him later. Um, some of you are going to pop up almost in every Facebook Live I have because they contributed so much. But then you have Pastor Chris, Alcy Chris, who is pastor of Aletheia Temple in Fort Worth. And, and anybody gets anything go down in Fort Worth, you're gonna, he's going to be 
that's your man. He's on, I think, listening. And Pastor Chris, if you want to join me, go ahead and type in, bring me on, and we can do a three-way. So Pastor Chris is listening. But Pastor Chris is the oldest of us, and this man has just done all kinds of things in Fort Worth. You know, if some go down with your your boys or your girls and you wind up in justices, he's one of those people that will be called. Him and my biological father, uh, uh, Amos Howard, they you could find them at City Hall. Um, I mean, not a, I, I remember going to school board with them, but they've done a lot of stuff. I cannot touch his, this guy has done so much. It's just ridiculous to even try to mention stuff. Pastor Christian all over the place. Again, Pastor Valetia Temple, and he's also an author of, I think, Stroll to the Valley or something where it talks about the presence of Africa, uh, African uh, contributions to the scriptures. That's, and then we have uh, the ambassador, the general, we go by Ambassador Purcell Porsche, which a lot of y'all will resonate with now. Brother Purcell Porsche, a lot of people like him because Brother Purcell believed we Israel, for sure. He believed that. But his thing is talking about the church, tweaking the church. He is just calling for the church to step up, and, and he's kind of old school to me. Uh, 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 he's the, the the gentleman that's been on the, our last shows, uh, Ambassador Percy Porsche. And then Brother Kenwin Castleberry is the youngest of us, and the reason why I invited him on, and, and, and there's a long list of Brother Percy Porsche. I'm just trying to get back to Sister Eliana. Brother Percy Porsche is the gentleman when I was in Cincinnati who I was, We've walked. We've, we've, we've actually lived together, Purcell, Brother Purcell and I. This is a guy we raised our families together. This is A lot of people know him by Coach Purcell in Cincinnati. He has that reputation in Cincinnati. Brother Purcell uh, and his wife, Irene, I mean, they're a blessing. They are forced to be reckoned with. And uh, I cannot speak enough about Brother Purcell. You gotta listen, y'all got to go back and listen. And you can hear Sister Eliana. Go back and listen over almost 600 shows we've done with Sister Eliana. Now, she, Sister Eliana, Sister Eliana, how long you been with the Five Song Song Network? Wow, I don't know. Let's see. Um, at least five, maybe six, going on six years. Right. And like I say, Sister Eliana sometimes... <laughs> Absolutely, way before COVID. But uh, what I'm saying is, y'all, these people, and, and uh, there's a lot to Brother Perception. I'm going to mention these names more. I don't know how long Sister Eliana got, and, uh, and, and uh, by the way, she lost her mom not too long ago. We don't like to say lost mom because we know exactly where she is. Her mom prayed one of the most powerful prayers we've heard over the Five Stone Network, and her whole family is in the ministry. This woman right here, they live this thing, y'all. Her dad is, is a force to be reckoned with in the spirit. Her mom is a force to be reckoned with in the spirit. I want y'all to listen to me. Her sister's been on the show. Sister moves kind of slow, and she just throw out a serious nugget. And she, I remember this family right here. So this sister, don't, don't, don't play us short. We ain't new to this, as they, as they say in the streets. We true to this, okay? But Brother King, Brother I like to say I wasn't born yesterday, but I was born again. Yes. I like that, too. I like that, too. But, Sister Eliana, y'all got to tune into the five because What I was going to do with this uh, Facebook Live tonight is blow up the co-host, but also bring up some other people 
towards the end of the show in my life. So y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're going to take a little break here, but I do want to mention Brother Kenwin Casterberry, who is the youngest of us, and he uh, definitely takes pride in saying he is with that young, the Hebrew Israelites. And Brother Kenwin reminds us that, no, we, you know, he, he's one of those that we have a slight disagreement because he's with a lot of those young people. He don't believe in their hate. He's young, y'all, so he, has, he definitely got hollow for the people out in the streets. But the reason why this is myself from the young Hebrew Israelites is because I'm not on the law like that. Like Cecilia say, we keep the law for sure. We keep laws. The Holy Spirit, when it tells you something, that is a law. That's what the Father requires. So if you do what the Holy Spirit says, you're going to keep probably more laws than the law, keeping the law. But the way they're teaching the law, the Hebrew Israelites, I distance myself from that. So Brother Kenwin, on the other hand, he really he has his own he, he, he's one of those early listeners of the Five and Phone Network. Brother Kenwin is one of those that listened early on. He was a caller. And I invite him to come on as a young guy because I want them to be in the mix. I don't want to get too distant from our young people. So he actually started his own blog up called Waking Up Israel. And so he is uh, also one of the six, and he has come on and to kind of remind us of some things. He just keeps us. He's got his own unique talent. Again, the brother has his own blog show. So, But he was inspired, and he'll tell you he was inspired by the Five Stone Network. So we'll talk more about him later. But, Sister Eliana, what I like to do at this time is uh, take a little break, and uh, I'm just going to um, just take a short little break. I've got to uh, play my uh, – the gentleman that's writing, helping me write the book. Got to pay some bills, as they call it. And, and play, uh, and so we'll be right back. Are you okay with a break? I'm okay with a break. All right, everybody, let's just, we're going to take a little break on the five from phone network, just a little short little break, and we'll be back. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the shows we've done, and then we're going to drop the ball, not drop the ball, but drop the topic with that and talk about, some other things, y'all. I can't tell y'all everything. But again, you tune to the Five Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. You've got Sister Aliana Body out right here. I may try to get on Pastor Chris. That's another thing. Pastor Chris, if you would like to join us and do a three way, let us know and we'll do that, okay? So, Sister Aliana, we'll be right back. Take a little short break. All right? We declare victory. Are you a podcaster, YouTuber, lecturer, public speaker, or pastor? Did you know that having your audio transcribed has a panoply of benefits? Transcriptions help you create merchandise, improve your search engine optimization, grow your listenership, viewership, readership, and protect your content from potential shadow banning. If you would like more information, please contact Yoel the scribe at yoelbenyisrael.com. That's Y-O-E-L-B-E-N 
Y-I-S-R-A-E-L dot com. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Shalom. Connected to our head, 
that's feeding us information. It's like a, I don't know what, how to describe it, but it's, the Father showed me I had it. It's almost like I had this, this, this trust of being fed something. So when we hear our friends, certain insights, even the Most High, through His Ruach HaKadosh, or Holy Spirit, when we hear uh, truth, when we see things that are trying to teach us, we can't process it because something is downloading to our spirit, our mind, that is anti the Most High Himself, and that is white supremacy. So that's why Brother Seth hit so hard. You didn't know, man, you know, that's why I talk so much about white supremacy because we got to break this cord. We got to sever this, this trust in white. Our white brothers took listen, ditto. You've got to sever the trust you have in your own people and understand the Most High is not just speaking through your people. And that you are only 10% of the world's population. He is doing a work through 92% or 90% of others. And the gospel more, more likely is going to be in a, more, a pure form coming out of other countries. So, Sister Ariana, again, thank you for coming in. And uh, we'll talk more about the co-host, y'all. I know I'm trying to not give much love to King and uh, Brother Priscilla. Uh, but I want to, uh, I mean, there's so much to say about them. And I, I did a big intro for Brother Ella Short and his family, but I didn't. I'm kind of moving fast, so... Again, we'll talk more about Brother Kenwin, Pastor Barry, and Brother uh, Priscilla as we go along. Because they, and no joke, they have had shows where we never know who the Spirit's going to use. But sometimes Sister Eliana come on and she's just, you can't say nothing. I mean, she just, the Father just uses her, and, and he uses all of us. We call, we are, we'll take these shows very serious, y'all. Again, over 600 shows. Over 151,000 views. Serious about uplifting our people. So I just want to kind of show y'all what we've been doing. And Sister Eliana, let me know if you can see this okay, all right? Because I'm going to do something I ain't never done. This is all new, y'all. So I want to show y'all what kind of numbers we've had, all right? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go back to our very first show. Our very first show was with my wife. who was talking about the righteousness. It was hitting righteousness. Because some of y'all think that it's all about the black Jew with y'all. No, it's not. We weren't born yesterday. We're not novices. You heard Sister Eliana say she, if she have congregation, she leaves. So, Sister Eliana, I don't know if, uh, okay, let me see. I, got another, I know the light is, I'm going to move this around so y'all can see it. Let me blow it up first. Maybe I got to turn down the lights on. So. But, Sister Eliana, as I'm doing this, I know some of these shows you wasn't with because we've had a, like 10 calls. And shout out to Victim to, the, uh, Victim to Victorious Bobby Patterson, which was one of my earliest calls. Shout out to uh, Brother um, Terry, a.k.a. Brother Yahshua. He has his own teaching there in Cincinnati. These, <clears throat> Brother Yahshua is sharp. I have heard, I have, I have, I have been, I've heard Kenneth Hagan. I've set up on the teachings of Kenneth Hagan, people like Kenneth Hagan. I've set up on the teaching like people like Fred Price. I've set up on the teaching, all types of teachers. 
brother Terry Cisco told us, told him, what gets me when you see him, you're not going to believe him because he's so much younger than all of us. He's younger than all of us. And it's one of the sharpest brothers I've ever talked to. This he understands all types of just, anyway, he was a, he was a co-host as well. So let's see how I can do this. Let me see. I want people to see the numbers because I don't think y'all going to be. Okay, oh, here we go. All right. So, Sister Yala, it may, it may, does it, you can't read that, right? It transposed the numbers. It transposed the numbers. Hold on. I really can't speak. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna y'all gonna have to trust me, all right? These but our very first show was Righteousness is a gift, not of works. Shall we sin then? That was my wife and I's first broadcast. And that has had about five hundred listens. Okay. That has had about five hundred listens. If y'all can see that name, it says 494. All right, there's a button. Do you know the button you, you push to trans? You can flip it around. But anyway, let's just go through this really quick for time's sake. Just trust me, brothers and sisters. Then we talked about amazing biblical proof of black Jews. Then my wife and I, because uh, we really wanted to just nail this down that about this law, because when we started blogging, uh, my wife and I first, we recognize a lot of these Israelites is on this law, and, and, and it, you, we definitely supposed to be keeping laws, but not we're not under the law. So, Sister Eliana, feel free to jump in every once in a while when I say something. Now, these are older shows, Sister Eliana. This is back in 2011, brothers and sisters. I just mentioned February 2011. So, moving on, we've had, uh, I went to attempt to, uh, Sister Eliana, get with other Hebrew Israelites. And I call, had a show called the Federation of International Israelites where I would look out for Israelites, the Limba people in South Africa. I got contact him. I tried to bring them on the show. I talked with Israelites in, in, in uh, Europe. I tried to bring them on the show. What show? The show called the Federation of International Israelites. So what you can do, brothers, if you want to uh, hear any of these shows, these past shows, you simply Google Fosters on Blog Talk Radio. I just talked about the co-host that have been on, so you'll probably hear some of those voices, but the first two or three years, it was just Arlene and I, mostly myself, but she was on a lot more, all right, and then Sister Eliana and the rest of them come a little later on, so these are shows you can Google, it's called the Federation of the International Israelites, what you would want to do is Google, five cents on blog talk radio, the Federation of the International Israelites, then I had a show called One World Watch Society, this was something. Now, this is Brother Joe Johnson. See, I have another co-host. And this is a brother that was in prison. And uh, Sister Ellie, I don't know if you ever heard of Brother uh, uh, Joseph Johnson. And uh, this brother, Sister Eliana, was in prison. And uh, he started learning. His grandfather told him some things that we can't say over the air about what's going on with the government. And so Joseph ended up getting in trouble and he went to prison. And Joseph Johnson was in prison started studying. And he's got the reputation of the entire prison as the guy to go to for knowledge. He got so popular in learning things, this guy was just going through books after books after books. He got a visit from some key people in our country. And one of them was a colonel. Now, you got to understand, brothers and sisters, and my phone is acting like you want to go. Uh, so let's, let's, let's do something. Because Sister Eliana, 
this gentleman got a call from one of our, uh, let me just get my charge here. Hold one second. One second. So the gentleman got a call from a, uh, a colonel. And the army came, and everybody in the prison was like afraid, like, man, who are you that the colonel... And I, I, I got it. I can't, because Brother Joseph Johnson don't want me talking about too much of this, but when he started naming names, I Google stuff. I researched, because I, I want to know this brother. I want to make sure. And that's why he was one of the hottest guests on Blog Talk Radio, because he ain't lying. And he was talking about our military. We, this brother, was something. And he was a co-host on the Five Phone Network, the name of Joseph Johnson. And he would come on talking about the Illuminati, talking about the world, just the world trade, uh, just things that happened in the world trade. And it was like, that can't be true. And then when you Google it, it's like, I be dog, you know. Uh, he and I believe that the World Trade Center was an inside job, that our country, uh, not all of us, there were people in the White House and not everybody, but we have a government, and there's another government within our government. You ever heard that in about 30 seconds? You ever heard that inside job? Have you heard that? Absolutely. I believe it. Yes, but this brother was on, but he was on something called, called One World Watch Society. We've had that program. Matter of fact, we had so many people that we got so popular with that particular show that it actually depressed me. It was, it was, it's, listen. No, I stopped blogging. I shut down the fire. That was our first big break. And it was because, Sister Eliana, I couldn't handle what I was hearing. And Arlene, what she would say to me is, Seth, you can't be Yet, you got to see God more powerful than these people. Hit that well, really quickly. Have to remember that the world is fallen. So, well, I want to say it's 80%
Uh, as this, we run this last leg, I think people are going to see what we have been about. And even some of my family members going to know all of the great things we've, we've done and what we're doing. So I want to talk about some more shows, and then I want to wrap up uh, with some other things that I have with them. Uh, we're talking about this Five Smooth Stone Network, what we've been doing, because some of y'all are listening, and, and, and uh, I know I talk a lot, and on my Facebook alone, Facebook Lives alone, but it, it's nothing compared to 600 shows. 600 shows. Sister Eliana has talked many, 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 many hours, and she don't oftentimes repeat herself, and it's new, fresh stuff. So, y'all are really, really, really shooting yourself in the foot by not simply Googling Five Suits on Blog Talk Radio, going over and following us, and you will get a, 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 a memo sent to your uh, email or to your Facebook or whatever you just tell Blog Talk, where you want, where you want it sent uh, whenever we do shows, okay? So I want to talk a little bit more about these shows. I can't talk about every single show. I'm just, just hitting on some of the shows that were popular. Popular just means to me that more people was blessed by it. But the One World Watch Society, you should Google that. Five minutes on Blog Talk Radio, One World Watch Society. We have covered any and everything this government is doing. Viruses, fake viruses, we talked about, not fake viruses, but uh just what is the motive behind, you know, a lot of the COVID things and things are just not making sense. We don't have all the answers, brothers and sisters, but we're saying, hey, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Did you know this happened? I mean, and I was seeing things on the New World Order Watch Society that Sister Eliana is just, I'm like, man, our world has been taken over. I believe in voting. But I don't, I, after that New World Order Watch Society, I recognize we're not running this world. It wasn't just me, brothers and sisters. I bring on the Sister Eliana's of the world and Brother Ella Shields of the world and Brother John Claus of the world. And these are people that have come together and we are serious about our relationship with the Father. And all of us mostly are over 50, so we're not playing with this, y'all. We're serious. We've done this a very long time. Sister Eliana's got a long history of serving the Father. We're not, you know, okay, we're on Facebook Live and we're trying to, you know, I know I'm trying to look nice and all that, but y'all better listen to what we're saying. We're very serious with this nation. We're trying to uplift the nation and convince 40 million people they're not who they say we are. And we're not who we say we are. So, anyway, One World Watch Society. One World Watch Society with Joseph Johnson. Mostly, I had on a lot of people. I remember this one lady called the show one night and she was just broken hearted. She said, I'm on the way to Africa. And I said, well, we said, why are you going to Africa? She said, well, the vaccine over there is killing us. Vaccination is wiping out Africa. And she started naming some names, and Bill Gates was one of them. And the, 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 the top position, I can't think, what was the top position? Uh, Sister Eliana with COVID, the one everybody was, top position, the one that everybody, he was the one that's calling all the shots. Fauci? Yes. She had some choice words about him. And she was saying, these people have been trying to control the world population. I don't think people understand what Bill Gates has done with vaccinations in Africa. I mean, a lot of this stuff I don't forgot, but y'all, 
It's serious. But anyway, that's one of the things we covered in the New World Watch Cycle. But she was talking about, and she was naming the vaccine, what it's going to do, how numbers, what it did in Chad, what it did in Nigeria, what it's doing. And she was on her way. And so there's people like that that have called each other, but a lot of people, I don't know, hundreds maybe. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, one popular show is my series whenever I talk about Bible leprosy, which, again, on Tuesday, I'm going to be talking about Bible leprosy, how the leprosy of the Bible is not the leprosy we have in our heads, and that Bible leprosy, one of the one type of leprosy of the Bible was white skin. And people say, oh, there's a hate. If you listen to the broadcast, you're going to hear white people on the broadcast saying, I understand what you're saying. Is it hate? Sister Yodani, 30 seconds. No, that's why we have to get truth. We have to learn. You know, the scripture teaches, study to show yourself approved unto, you might not be ashamed. A lot of people are bringing shame on themselves because they're being deliberately ignorant. Because they will not study the scriptures, they will not study history, they will not do research to make things relevant to understand, and that we may be able to rightly divide the word of truth. And so we need to study. And so when you don't study, you know, earlier today uh, in our services, um, one of the prophets, prophets has said, um, was saying how our devices have become this great distraction. It's taking our minds so much that we are even unwilling, we're unwilling to study the Word of God, to read a book. It's, we've got this device that keeps us so distracted that marriages are breaking up. People can't even come together. You know, a man is trying to court a woman uh, via text. You can't court a woman via text. You have to sit down and go face to face, but that art is over. People are divorcing via text. No connection. No connection. So this is the age we're living in, and we need to study. We need to sit down and study, and we need to understand the truth of the matter, what's really going on. Because it's not what if we're only caught up with social media, Brandon circuses, um, distractions. Video games. I mean, the number one thing people are doing on their phone, they're playing games. Adults. Adults in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and children. It's like this thing, this is the mark of the beast. <laughs> it's in our hands and it's in our foreheads. The phone, the cell phone is the mark of the beast. Definitely, definitely one of them. But Sister Eliana, as I mention these, I want you to comment on them whenever you can, because just quickly, because I got a lot of them I want to cover. I want to talk. I want I want people to know there are some exciting shows, and and y'all keep in mind I mentioned six calls, but we have thousands of callers. Not every show. Some show there's no callers. But over the years, it's been callers, and you never know who's gonna call that phone line. I'm not going to mention their name, but I, some of the names are pretty big, and we've had all types of people, different ethnic groups, some people classify themselves as millionaires. I know Brother P. 
Yankee Hanky have hired big million dollar deals and all types of I shouldn't name no names, but anyway, Bible leprosy, uh, Bible leprosy, if you Google Pfizer's on Blog Talk Radio, Bible Leprosy, one show, I'm looking at 2,700 views. And I wish I could show it to y'all, but I mean, cause I want people to know, folks to listen, we ain't just no few little people just wishful thinking. I want y'all to see, yeah, most of these shows, it's only a couple of hundred, you know, uh, but various shows where, I'm going to have to give up on this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, 769 uh, uh, one week. The next week, the very same topic in my Bible, leprosy, 2000. And so I'm going to move on to the next page. That's page uh, 24. If you go to our website, Blog Talk Radio 5 Smooth Songs, if you just Google that, you'll get our website, the search results of our website. And I'm saying I'm on page 24, and this was way back in 2011, y'all. And then uh, if you go to page 20, let's see here. Go to page 16. Go ahead. Can I just, I want to say hi to a few people that I know. Quickly. Hi, Donna. Donna's watching. I see Medivelle is watching from Puerto Rico. Um, she's been on. Uh, she is um, the wife of a powerful minister here in, Mer- in the Atwater area, connected to Merced, connected to the house of God. But I'm actually currently under um, uh, leadership, under underneath the leadership structure for Life International. Uh, shout out to my apostle Rudy Sanchez and Medivelle uh, is on and um, they are part of our Poor Life Spanish ministry and watching. Uh, Taba, so Taba Adam, and Taba Adam, she's calling, she's from the Philippines. So that's another uh-huh. thing. Yes, Taba, I want to shout out to her. I didn't want to start calling these names out to see because somebody was like, oh, you didn't call my name out right there. But Sister Ellen, I appreciate you saying that. Folks, that's another thing. I'm so glad she did that again. This is what happened when you have on all six of us. The Spirit may cause her to do something, and that was something I'm so glad she did. Speaking of that, we have all kinds of callers. Not every show, but a lot of times we'll come get calls from, uh, I know, the U.K., uh, just various callers and listeners. But this is the Internet, folks. And, and I want y'all to see the global effect of this message. This is not just some angry people in New York. Get over it. Sister Eliana, uh, let me, okay, I want you to be thinking of this, and then I'm going to come back to you for the answer. Can you name just how global this is? And like I talked about uh, 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 Prophet Crowder in the 1800s, 1800s, everybody, was saying we're Zion. That's why I played the song by Tiki Clark saying Awake Zion. But to see other, I'd be thinking of some people, some organizations that have been saying this. The old black churches, we don't want to have lost our mind because of this white, this snowstorm that comes through a white supremacy, you know, where we don't know nothing now. But this is old, y'all. This is old. Our forefathers, forefathers, they knew this stuff. And I thank the Father for some of those white people that some of y'all trying to hate on actually with some of the ones that shared this with us. You remember the Queen Cecilian saying, don't bring us no uh, Israel, no Jews. During slave trade, she told the slave owners, don't bring those Jews to my country. Did you ever hear that? I heard about it. 
show to let y'all see what we have been doing. And so there are more recent shows with Sister Eliana and the six people I named. Uh, and I want Sister Eliana to comment now on some of the shows that blessed her the most. Sister Eliana, what do you think in talking about the more recent shows? That's some of the older shows that have blessed you the most. What what say you? What what have again, we're trying to encourage a lot of y'all to go back and listen to a lot of those shows because we put our hearts into it, a lot of praying, sometimes fasting over the shows, and uh, the Most High has really spoken, trying to resurrect His people, and of course get us not in the law, uh, uh, not under the law, but under grace, but yet obeying His commandments. So Sister Eliana, what say you? What shows have blessed you over the years? Yeah. 
and uh, it can, it's very exciting. All I can say, I thank the Father for them. And I don't know if they'll be able to come on my Facebook Live or not, but uh, again, we've recorded a lot of wonderful shows, and I really, really, really would appreciate it if y'all would go. And you, more importantly, forget about whether or not I appreciate it. It'll be a blessing to you know. A friend of mine, David Johnson, once told me something. And uh, they were one of those friends that has influenced me greatly. And David Johnson is David Johnson is a childhood friend, and uh, he is one of those that have really inspired me. Uh, he's one of those, he's how I got into the cold charismatic movement. We used to start out we started at the church together, and and uh, David couldn't be coaches. He just had issues with coaches, and uh, he started going to Calvary. Bob Nichols, and he's one of the persons that influenced me to get into a, I'll talk more about him later because he's actually the one that me and him and his girlfriend, um, they took me to um, Memphis, where I told you I met the Clark family, Clark sisters, uh, briefly, and then of course, yeah, briefly. Um, but anyway, David Johnson is, is, is in our family, our whole family, we, we know him, so he has a lot of history with the Turner and my mother, all of us, okay? His family knew our family. But he's one of those names I'll be mentioning later on. But brothers and sisters, I hope that you was blessed by Sister Elian, first of all. But that's just one of many co-hosts that comes on full of that Ruach HaKadosh of the Holy Spirit and begin to share and be a blessing to us. Sister Eliana can talk about so many things that ain't funny. I mean, solid things. She is just a wealth of knowledge. And just when you just feel like you can't get no better, Brother Ellis sure comes on and he shares things. And I mean, these people, and then Brother John and, and even uh, our Brother Pastor Chris, Alfie Chris, and like I say, Brother Purcell, his convictions about the church and what needs to be done. And he talks a lot about the homosexuality in the church. And he talks a lot about just the standard, brother, brother, the ambassador. So don't rob yourself. Go back and listen to a lot of the Bible on that. But know this. We're coming to Facebook Live. Eventually, it's not going to be just Sister Eliana. It's going to be Brother Seth, Sister Eliana, and others. And then some of you I'll be inviting to join us more co-hosts, okay? So, I just want to talk about a few more things and we're going to get out of here. Um, people say, well, who are you under? Sister Eliana talks about who she under, who are you under? Well, first and foremost, I started off in, I'm just going to bring y'all up to today. I've never been unchurched. I, I can't say never. I said Ohio. Until I went to Ohio, I've always been a part of, as a child, prayer faith temple. From there, Rosie Hill Church of God in Christ on Riverside, 4545 Riverside, I think it is. Pastor Jordan. Pastor Jordan, when I left his church, I moved to Holy Tabernacle, Church of God in Christ, uh, where Pastor Sample is a preacher. This is again where Pamela Manning is mentioned. I'm only mentioning her name, so some of y'all know her, and you may have heard her talk about Holy Tabernacle is, is, is known in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And then from there, 
Calvary, uh, named Bob Nichols. And uh, from Bob Nichols, I went to Christian Outreach Center. Christian Outreach Center, his father began to deal with me about how I worshiped him. And this is when he showed me that white supremacy, a part of a lot of what I was doing, was through the maze of white people. So that's when the father began to show me that there's an impurity, impurity in my worship. That there was like this cord connected to my head and that I couldn't hear him clearly. And some of you can't hear the father. You can't hear what brother says to Cecilia on the sanctuary, right? Because there's a trust he has in white people who say, what y'all saying is true. All those men and women of God that they saw, surely they were saved. Number one, you got to understand something. A lot of people know what we know, and they're not going to teach it. Because if they come on they saw and they say something, or they come on TV and they say something, they will not be invited back. Especially if it's considered uh, against the Jewish people. That's a major thing in this country to speak against the Jewish people. And it's not even against them. We just don't believe they are who, who, who they say they are. But if you get on TV and you say that, you don't invite it back. And some churches and pastors feel like, oh no, that's my bread and butter. TBN, man, this is coming on that network means instantly you're probably going to be a millionaire if you, if you, because those people have access to really to millions of people. And that means a lot of people are inviting to their churches. So a lot of people believe what we believe. I remember meeting with uh, Elder Merritt, was another name, one of those names of 300 people. But she's probably shocked. Elder Merritt of uh, Christ Emmanuel there in Cincinnati. Bishop Daly is a pastor. Now, I didn't get a chance to meet with him. I met with Elder Merritt. And I just shared with her a lot of things I learned. And I remember her saying these days, black words. And Elder Merritt said, no, you said these words to me. She said, Brother Seth, we know what you said. All people are going to do is put Judah on their neck or something, and they're going to continue in their way. Sit out of a God they just worship. And she's probably right. That's exactly what some people do. They got these people dressed up in New York like, we're the people of the Bible. And they're worshiping their very own culture. That is not what Cecilia Young is talking about. That's not what I'm about. But that's what a lot of y'all are going to do. You're going to get so hyped on, oh man, we're the people. Listen, remember, the true Jews of the Bible knew who they were. And they disobeyed, so the Most High sent gracious. But it's not enough. We never say it was enough. We just say you need to know this. Some of us need to know this to even be opened up to hear the things of God. To hear about the new man. To hear about how the Father now sees us through the Spirit, and there was those that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. Some of y'all ain't gonna even get to some of your children that you're gonna try to take this message to. Won't even hear about, won't go to your church number one, and definitely ain't gonna hear what you gotta say about some new man in the Spirit. But once you let them know you're the Israelites, and once you know their fleshly connection to the Scriptures. Then it will say, well, if that's who I am, then I'm going to turn to the Most High. And they will begin their quest to seek the Most High. This is our true culture. It's a problem.
person. We are the people of God. We've been called to have a relationship with the Father, see His glory, and worship His glory, and then share with the nation of His glorious act. That's what we're called to do. Sister Eliana and I and others have been doing this since 2011. I started really in 1988, where I would fly to Tulsa, ORU, and share with students. Get on the plane sometime at midnight, and little hoppers from DFW to Tia to Tulsa, back and forth, back and forth. Part of that, one of the co-hosts. So, we more, I'm going to talk a little bit more about these. Uh, y'all, again, Google Five Things on Blog Talk Radio, and you'll see a lot of the shows we talk about. That's Elsie Chris Jr., uh, Pastor Chris. I don't see where you said bring you on, so I didn't bring you on. But maybe next time we have a Facebook Live and we're talking about these 300 friends or whatever we're talking about, we'll bring them on. Okay, now some of the Facebook Lives will just be me. Uh, but uh, whenever we talk, I just don't know. You got your options, just stay tuned. Okay, so see Eliana. I invited her to come and others. So uh, I appreciate her, her, her stopping by. So listen, brothers and sisters. Let me close out by saying this. I'm under, I, I was talking about who I was under. The Father brought me out of church and it didn't just go it. The Father had to bring me away when the Christian I was spending time. Bring away that receded church. Sometimes you can't smell a thing until you step away and get fresh air and you walk back into it. Now, I'm not trying to say Christian you can smell. What I'm saying is, a lot of times, we're so close to our white brothers and sisters, we want to please them so. And sometimes I think black people love our so-called white brothers and sisters more than they love themselves. And they're not going to say certain things. There's certain things we can't talk about because they're sitting there and we don't want to offend them. It's like some of y'all right now, ain't nobody around you and you feel offended and scared because of what I'm saying. And, and, and white listening to my show tonight, you need to step it up. If you really want to combat racism and tell black people the things I'm saying because some of them can't hear because of this cord connected to their brain. They're being, there's information being downloaded to them where they cannot hear me. They can't hear me. So y'all need to step up and say, no, he's right. And some of y'all need to consider listening to people outside of the people in your little clique. Kudos to those blacks, those white people, so-called whites, that attend churches where people do not look like you. It's not to say you're dumb, ignorant, evil, or nothing like that, but white supremacy is real, brothers and sisters. And people, when they, when, when you got white supremacy going on, and some of you don't mean no harm, but when you show up, you just show up. When you show up, a lot of black people start thinking you know better than them. Especially if you know a little bit about something. They feel like you know more than what you actually know. And you need to tell people you don't. You teach me. When you submit to a, to a pastor that don't look like you, be led of the Spirit, first of all. But some of y'all can't be led of the Spirit because when the Spirit says something, and all you ever seen is white people rule, it's hard for the Spirit to get you to do something when you ain't never seen, uh, ever had a black person tell you. You see what I mean? Some of you are 
bucking up against the spirit because of white supremacy. That's why I, I, my, I have a message for my white brothers and sisters. We need you. We need you. Because you just said not to listen to them. What I'm saying is, those that hear me, I'm saying, y'all need to be led of the Spirit. And the Spirit is a lot of times going to use people that don't look like folks you're used to looking, you're looking to. Which is mostly a lot of our white brothers and sisters. The Spirit of the Most High, you get it? He's trying to form us into Christ. And a lot of what we're seeing in America is poison. You're coming across videos from other countries. Just like right now on this feed, there's all types of... You see, I don't know what you name about three countries represented right now on this little feed. Commentary. You need to listen to other people. They worship the Most High, too. They love the Most High, too. How are you thinking we're the only ones that know something? So again, the Most High is doing a work throughout the, the world. But he can't reach a lot of Americans because we're possessed and, and uh, 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 we're controlled by white supremacy. So no better than us. Most I don't care about status or what's in the bank. He will speak to oftentimes the most lowliest, so-called lowliest people in society. That's the way he wants to work. The Bible talks about he confides, he choose the foolish, I mean, choose the, the how he confides, confound the wise all the time. His choice uh, vessels to work with oftentimes it's not folks rich. Most of the time it's not people rich. Because when people rich as a rule, the Bible talks about how it's hard for a rich man to enter his kingdom. You break that scripture any kind of way you want to hear some of y'all don't know. Oh, it don't mean yeah, it does mean it. You got a lot, you're gonna covet a lot. And if you got a lot, a lot can have you. When you own a lot, a lot can own you. When you own a lot, you have a lot to worry about. You have a lot of things that can own you. When you don't have much, you're the easiest soldier. You have nothing to live for. Or you have least to live, live, live for, according to this scripture. So when those people get their life to the Father, they, 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 they make better soldiers. Some of y'all know what I just said. Again, brothers and sisters, we're in a warfare. We're in war. The truth, as the same David Johnson I mentioned earlier said to me, with every degree of truth comes a degree of freedom best thing David Johnson ever said to me. This was when he was on fire for the most time. This is when he helped pull me up. He said with every degree of truth that he was studying the Bible like crazy. He said with every degree of truth comes a degree of freedom. A lot of our brothers and sisters and a lot of our children is not wanting to hear anything preachers got to say. Or some of you got to say David don't want to hear you. You think it's because you're old. Maybe initially it was because you was older and that whole thing about rebelling against authority. But later on, they still don't want to hear you. Because they see the poison of 
folks, we got to hear from the Most High. We need a word. All of us. All of us. I know a lot of y'all going through some things and, and life is not what it used to be. A lot of people not suicidal, but they just going through the motions. I done been there. You know. But I tell you one thing. I thank the Father. That's what I'm doing with my Facebook Live tonight. I am bringing, talking about friends that have really influenced me, helped me, lift me up, uh, inspired me, like Sister Eliana and Brother David Johnson, Brother Ellen Shore, Ambassador Christelle Prochet, uh, Alfie Chris, Pastor Alfie Chris, Brother Ken Williams, Brother John, and others. Sister Eliana, if I know already mentioned. But these people have come into my life, and they have shared with Although we have this thing in common, we believe in people the Bible, brought to me and shared with me about the Father's heart, how he feels about this, that, and the other. And we've just been iron sharpening on it over the years. So, I appreciate them. I appreciate them so much, and I thank the Father. Because many times, I'm seeing our people, like I talked about earlier, the love for my people that I've had, and seeing them go so low, it just discouraged me. Felt like seemed like Habakkuk, you know how he was crying to the Father, saying, "Why do you allow me to see all this? Things are so unbalanced." And so he cried out and, and, and he said, "Do you delight in this, Most High? You see our people going through what they're going through. You, do you like this?" You know he was he was saying, uh, "Well, using images to teach." He talked about the people that were ruling in his time over his people had images that teach, just like those image of a white Jesus, a white statue, that thing teach just by looking at the statue. Habakkuk, yes, he was talking about stuff like that. He said, these images are teaching. Or maybe the father, when he responded to him, he said he brought the fact that they were images of teaching. But anyway, in the book of Habakkuk, I call it the black man's book, it talks about this man, and of course, we know he was a dark-skinned brother. We know that. Brother, but he was a dark skinned man. And uh, he talks, he's complaining to the Most High. And the Most High comes through and pretty, not, re yeah, rebukes him and just goes to say, I'll do a work in your days that you won't believe even if I told you. And that's what's happening now. People are waking up and they're coming out of a lot of our churches. And no, they're not like, don't want to be church. I attend a church now called Fellowship, is what I was trying to work into earlier. It's called uh, Freedom Church on Harwood. And uh, that pastor don't agree, or I don't think he agree that we are the people of the Bible. And that's 701 Harwood. A lot of the worship services. The reason why I like this church is because of the young people there. The young people there. I just think that our people, older people, they've run their course. I'm not saying they, they, they're going to die or anything, but I just feel like they're not open up to this message. Now, those of you that are, praise the Father that you're able to see it. But a lot of people feel like they're just scared. 
are. They've, they've done a great job in their life. They live for the Most High. They've served Him. They worship Him. They've been obedient to Him. And now they hear that we're the Israelites. So I don't blame them for kind of turning a deaf ear and not really paying me much homage on this. I understand. Or not paying the message, most, most importantly. Because, you know, I understand. So I feel like it's not for them, to be honest. But they're not going to understand why they're in America without this message. What message? The Israelites. But the Elian and I was talking about this the entire every time we've been talking. A lot of other people think they're going to get it. So, this message, I feel like, is for those coming up behind us. You know, they're going to be able to say, Ruach HaKadosh. They don't understand what it means to say, Holy Spirit, or Ruach HaKadosh. They don't understand Yeshua. They don't understand uh, Yah. They're, gonna, they're already there. They're not going to grapple with that for the next three years. They get, this is what it means. Hallelujah, we say praise God. They're not going to be so stuck. But I don't want to put down our generation because we paved the way and we brought this thing to where it is today. Stay relationship with the Father and raise these children up as best we can. We deserve a standing ovation. But this new generation, they're different. They're not taking anything off those that are ruled over us. And they're not taking
people of the Bible is our foreparents. They are us and we're them. African Americans are very, very important to this world because African Americans are Israel. We're the people of the Bible. We're prophetic people. Throughout ignorance, we must, we have to be ignorant. Put it like this. Throughout ignorance, the white we don't know.
there's something about us that's resilient. Yes, I know a lot of people that was young with sin. I look up at these people addicted to drugs, broken dreams, and they just look like they're not happy with their lives. They have different degrees of happiness. Some people are very, very happy. Some people are kind of happy. But overall, there's something about us. As the people of the world look on us, they got to be impressed by us in there. We're somebody. All this stuff that YU has thrown at us, and we still stand it. This is why I don't feel sorry for us, because there's something about us. We even have peace, joy. Maybe not like we wanted, but... What am I trying to say? And wrap it up. I still think there's a hope for us and our children, our children's children, because the Bible told the Father told Abraham he would not allow his seed to be utterly destroyed. And we are his seed. We're not being utterly destroyed. And I think this message is not the biggest solution. The biggest solution is, is I've already talked about it. Because I didn't even say it. But I think we need to, those of you that have been demonizing this message, need to really consider teaching it. Teaching your children. Teaching yourself, being confident in this, not to approach the Father with all the Israelites, but to understand without this bottom of these people boots, this stuff that's been stepped on. If you keep listening to whites and white organizations, even though they're trying to be nice and sweet. You know how we get the bottom of that. We have to recognize who we are in the flesh and not get too proud, but get proud. Be proud. But just know, like Paul said, things of God and approaching the Father. And when you need to call on this Most High and get His protection, you cannot go with who you are in the flesh. But to even get us to the point to where we know we need him, we got to know how to know who we are in the flesh. That's what I believe. I keep quoting my wife, and I'm closing, y'all. My wife said, if I knew, if I found out tomorrow that I was a Rockefeller, I found out that the person I was, who I am, is, 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 that I really belong to the family of Rockefeller, which is a very wealthy people in New York. She said, I would just rethink about my whole life. She said, that's who I am. I probably want to go live around my real people. That's all I'm trying to do on this Facebook Live. Instead of coming out here and acting a fool, I just thought I would come on here and talk about who we really were and is, our foreparents, Talk about it in a way, because we talk about scriptures proving it. Sister Eliana kind of hit, we hit a little, and I hit it a little different tonight. But I think I can resurrect with the most of help. With the help of the most, I think we can resurrect our people. If we play the money game and try to act like 
success is based upon things we own, we're going to lose. Because whites are ahead of us. We'll never win at that game. They created the game. We can't win at that game. Plus the most high, we don't even know it's a game. So I think we better go by what the most high says. Well, he says the wealth of a man does not consist in the things he owns. We should go by that. We should go by what the most high says is valuable, is wealth, is making it, is doing it. We should go by what the most high says. And then we can contend. Then we can feel like we're in the race. Because I submit you, I believe with every fire of my being a lot of my white brothers and sisters, I don't want them to be, I don't wish them to be, but I don't think they're wealthy like we think. Not according to the most high. I don't think so. I think they're lacking. I don't want them to lack. They're just lacking. I just don't feel like the most high is impressed with their life. I don't think they're wealthy people, in other words. I love them. A lot of them are. A lot of them, you've heard one on last time ago. You heard of Brother, the brother on Sharon. I think Brother Zeke is wealthy. In a lot of ways, in the natural and in the spiritual. You know, I don't know if he's wealthy, wealthy, but I think he's taken care of. Brother and sister, we've been lied to. We are not who they say we are. And we are not who we say we are. I'm going to wrap up this show. Again, Tuesday, I'm going to be talking about something very controversial. It is the backbreaker of the Five Six Song Network to white supremacy. It is. We're talking about the cover-up. What cover-up? Biblical origin of white skin. Brother Seth, that sounds, no, it's not what you think. This message is totally in love. We're talking about the cover-up. This you're not going to hear nowhere. I said nowhere. You're not going to hear this nowhere. And I'm going to simply go in the scriptures. This is our first turn in the Bible book live. We're going to be flipping scriptures. And you're going to see that white skin in the Bible, there was no white nation. coming doesn't matter, but it matters today in 2023 because we have lost our minds and we forgot. Thousands of years ago, people would have laughed at this message. They already know it, but today we think white, we, we just think these people are just bigger than life and they can define everything and they know better than us. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, no. The original people of this earth were very dark-skinned people. You talk a lot about skin. That's right, because they've come along and set up something that's got us all blind. The Most High is saying things to us, y'all. He's leading and he's trying to do things in, with us and teach us in a way that we can help our children, where we, where we, will, where we have healthy self-esteem. And I'm telling you, these people have come along and they created white and black. They start to say things in place.
supply things to buy people with. So I gotta come behind them, and I don't have to say black and white because I say black and white. I'm the one look like the one that's the racist. It's not true. I love all people. And as I wrap the show, I say what I always say: I love every single one of you. Every single one. I love you, especially Israel. Guys with the four corners. I love every single one, of you. and there's nothing you can do about it. So Tuesday, I am going to do a Bible study on the cover of the origin of white skin like you have never ever heard I'm going to post it on my page shortly perhaps tonight and just begin to share that and let's have a big a meeting on Tuesday night we're going to get into the scriptures we're going to get it's going to be clear in the scriptures that white skin is receptive the people that had that were what we call today people of color. A white nation coming out of this mad group of people is new. Europe is new. There's no ancient writings on the hieroglyphics or the metaneta about no white nation. Who's been lied to? If that's the truth, then who are the Israelites? How did they wind up white? I see a lot of white and black, and I'm tired of apologizing for it, but you got to understand, we're in a country that is controlling us by this witchcraft, this lie, this deception of white supremacy. And I love all of y'all enough, and that's what you got going on right here tonight. So, let's go ahead and wrap it up. I like to wrap with a song. Y'all should know that by now. And, uh, I do want to say that on two, on, on Friday I will do another Facebook Live. And that one, I think I'm going to be talking, again, we're going to do another Bible study. What we're going to be talking about, uh, I'll, I'll say that. I won't share that. But tune in. So get into the scriptures. Because some of y'all think it's all about black and white with you. So you're going to find that it ain't. But I'll run from it because that's the big elephant in the room. And all of y'all pastors, a lot of y'all, to deal with it. So what does that mean? Our white brothers and sisters. They're in bondage. They're in bondage. Most I love them too. Gonna wrap up. Love every single one of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Um, I see the blog talk feed has stopped. So, I know I'm long-winded, but I don't apologize, brothers and sisters. I don't apologize. Don't apologize for it. See you on Tuesday.
to the blog talk uh, starting up here, and then we'll get the show running. All right? Give it a few minutes, allow more people to come. I gotta get organized. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.